Welcome everybody to the Ill-Informed Homies Podcast here on the Blacktastic Podcast Network. We got a special treat for a special episode. We got all five members, the Blacktastic Five. I don't know, the Blacktastic Four Plus One. I don't know what we're calling it, but we're forming like Voltron. <laughs> it's Jabri with Panama, Frank, Corey, and Manu. What's up, y'all? What up? What up? What up? Listen, what's crack? There's a whole lot going on in the world, so you know I'm glad everybody's here. It's good to see y'all. This needed all five of us. Yeah, it's a lot to get to. It's a lot to get to. So let's get right to it then. Bong bong. You know, save the small talk, right? (laughs) So the update for us, you know, we've been keeping track of our homegirl. At least we feel like she is Nicole Hannah Jones because we talked about her. It's the third time on the show. Something always going on with her. Well, we said that last week she wasn't going to accept without tenure. Well, North Carolina tried to come with tenure at the last moment. And she was like, nah, I'm good. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's taking her talent, not to South Beach. Yeah, she is. <laughs> but to Howard University in Washington, D.C. Uh, I think most of us are happy to see that. Manu, what you think as the as the academic of the bunch, the, the professor? How you feeling? Listen here, I love that she said new phone who this, what they called her with the tenure joint, right? So Blackademic Twitter has been hot all day, right? Everybody is happy for her. Everybody's happy for the slick move that she pushed on it. And y'all got to know, like, I mean, I think y'all know because <laughs> I've talked to y'all enough about it. But the way that they treat Black professors in this, in this business is just a rough go. So for those that don't know the numbers, it's like 4% of all professors are Black. And you can see the games they was running on Nicole Hannah-Jones at UNC Chapel Hill. Even though they got 11% of their faculty is Black, I think she was only going to be the second Black woman tenured in the School of Journalism if she started. And the other Black woman isn't even a full professor like she was going to be, right? And when you see interviews from that other Black woman, she said, I shouldn't have been the first. So the games that they running... It's just dope. And I think when she went on Gail King, so she took went to number one, her lawyers were the NAACP Legal Defense Fund with one set of her lawyers, so black on black. Then she went to Gail King to go see the black woman to make the news that I'm leaving y'all to go to this black school. It was brilliant. And I don't know if you follow her Instagram, but she zoomed in on her rings and what she was wearing, and she had a ring on that said bad bitch while she was doing all of this. You cannot mess with her. <laughs> yeah, she really, I didn't catch that. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. And Panama, I know you met her, because when I was got when I when you know I got the Route 100, I was at the party with you and her, and we was having a good time. She real. That's a real one. And and she UNC is. had to find out. Yeah, I forgot to introduce yeah. you. Know, like the first time you was on the show, I knew that you was in the Route One Hundred and everything. That you was hobnobbing with the uh, with the big black elites and everything. But um, yeah, no, that's cool that you met her though. That's awesome. I, I met her a good one time. Now you know Panama. They might be, you know, they might text. I don't know, but uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Panama, what you think? Yeah, I'm excited that she's coming to Howard. I think it's a good, it's a coup for Howard for HBCUs. The fact that. She and Tanahasi are coming together. In fact, it was kind of a deal that they made together. She called him about the whole UNC tenure thing, and it came up in a conversation where basically he was like, you go to Howard, I go to Howard too. And she was like, say less. And uh, boom. So <laughs> Howard ends up getting two of the leading black intellectuals, thinkers right now, which I think is where they should be. I think Howard should probably be one of those institutions that's kind of the vanguard of, of like black thought at an HBCU. So I'm really excited 
for the school, for journalism at the school. Uh, what Nicole Hannah Jones is working on isn't just about Howard. She's like the 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 money she's raising is to help buttress journalism programs at other HBCUs as well, including Morehouse and um, I think North Carolina uh, Central and, and other schools. So I think it's dope, man. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I'm just excited for Howard and blackness. So for me, I just thought it was so gangster the way she did it, right? So like Jabri kind of alluded to it earlier with her taking her talents to South Beach. Like that was just that was just so cool, man, to like do that on TV, right? Like that was definitely on some professional athlete extra G'd up stuff. Like, and she gave it to Gail. It was black on black on black. Like it could not have been much better. I don't know. How you could have lobbied, lobbed that up any better than that. Yep. Well, the first time we talked about this, you know, I was saying like she should just like go to a black school or something. Um, I remember saying that the first time we talked about this. So I'm actually happy that, that it worked out this way. You know, we got to stop, you know, begging these folks for opportunities, man, and, and, and go to places that, that want us there and create our own opportunities. You know, we can do the same thing at our places. So, uh, you know, I'm happy this came about. I'm with it. Yeah, it definitely seemed like this is what they were thinking. It's what they decided. You know, first they tried to go to North Carolina. You know, she wanted to go to North Carolina. That was her. That's her alma mater and everything. You know, we kicked around, you know, why don't she just go to HBCU? We talked about how maybe it's not the same opportunities. Maybe it's not the same reach. But, I mean, Howard is is, is a first-class institution. And um, we all benefit. The kids benefit. The community benefits. Yeah, and they have a journalism program. They actually have a program. They have a journalism program. You know what I mean? Like, it's the... Perfect place. And what she said, I watched the discussion she had on with Essence earlier, where she said was, you know, once once everybody got wind of the the tenure situation, of course, schools far and wide reached out. And she said she decided at that point, well, you know, if I'm going if I'm not going to go to North Carolina, I'm going to an HBCU. And Howard is the one that makes the absolute most sense just for, in terms of prestige, in terms of impact on the community. Like we always view these schools like Howard, the Morris Spellman is the schools where everything trickles down from those. Right. You know, maybe that's. Maybe I'm saying that from an, from the Morehouse lens, but if these schools are elevated, then I think all the other schools elevate as well. So if Morehouse had like a real journalism program, maybe there'd be a reason to come down there. But, you know, Howard, I'm just <laughs> as happy for that. And I agree with Frank about how gangster it was to do that. I mean, it's a hell of a PR move, too, right? Like Howard looking real, real yeah. G'd up out here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was nice timing. You know, that's uh, how it's been. In- in the Perfect news a little time. bit, you know, for some other things. Um, we're going to touch on that later. Um, can, can I read some of the gangster things from her statements, Bruce? Yeah, yeah. So, again, you can, you saw she went on Gail King, like Frank said, black on black on black. Then I guess Panama saw Essence. But then also, <laughs> she put out an eight-page statement to follow all of this press. And I just want to read just a few lines. She's like, many people, all with the best of intentions, have said that if I walk away from UNC, I will have let those who oppose me win. But I don't want to win someone else's game. It's not my job to heal this university. That was dope. That was a dope line. It ain't my job, right? And she goes, for too long, powerful people have expected the people they have mistreated and marginalized to sacrifice themselves to make things whole. The burden of working for racial justice is laid on the very people bearing the brunt of the injustice and not the powerful people who maintain it. I say to you, I refuse. I'm out. I love it. That whole eight pages is just fire. And it is take your tenure, shove it, and watch me go take all of this money to this black school. Woo! We talked about the announcement and going on Gale and everything. 
Why do you think she waited until UNC upped that offer? UNC came with that tenure. Now, it was last minute, but why did she wait until, you know, that word got out to spurn them? She kind of left them at the altar. Three words. Principle. <laughs> Look, she wasn't going to North yes. Carolina. We all knew that. As soon as this thing went, as soon as it got political and all this, we I don't think anybody actually thought, including North Carolina, thought that she was coming over there. In fact, a bunch of professors at North Carolina from the Hussman School, they all released a statement today talking about how racism, yeah. racism failed. Like Nicole, racism cost them Nicole Hannah Jones coming right. there to the school, right? So they, I don't think anybody, and they were ready. Like that joint dropped today. It was not a statement that they wrote 15 minutes after the after the conversation. Like they knew she wasn't coming. You know what I mean? Like they were they wrote it in preparation for her deciding she wasn't coming. So I don't think anybody actually expected her to be there. But if I'm her, I do I do it the same way too. I'm like, y'all go ahead and vote on this. Let so me so let, let me get let, my let tenure. Me challenge you. You think that the chancellor and the other white people who gave her tenure weren't like, all right. Let her have it. She's going to come. She won't find anything. I think because she said she did talk to the dean. You're right, which is her homegirl who was trying to recruit her. And that's why they had the statement ready. But on Gail, she said the president contact her. She didn't talk to the president or the chancellor because Gail was like, have you told everyone UNC? She was like, I ain't talked to the chancellor or the president. Well, how come? She said, because they ain't call me. Right. <laughs> so when I say we knew she wasn't going, I mean people with common sense. Okay, the people involved in the rest <laughs> yeah. of this also thought they didn't give her a bad offer. They didn't think they did That's anything right. wrong by not giving her tenure to begin with, right? So this is a disconnected group of individuals to start with who might think, well, fine, after all the pressure, we'll just give her tenure and this will all go away. There are people delusional enough to think that. Did any of y'all think she was going to go to North Carolina still? I, she would have been a fool to go. I don't think she would have been a fool. I think it would have been her choice. I think if that's what she wanted to do, then she had the right to do that. But she also has the right to feel insulted like she did and to move on, to go where she was wanted. I don't think it would have been foolish. I think her work kind of points to the fact that after everything she went through, she was not going to North Carolina. Like You do not become this forward-facing voice of oppressed people and then go right back, especially when you have options, right? Because I guarantee as soon as this North Carolina thing hit, because it was a story that broke, let's not forget, back in January, this is this started in January. She actually accepted yeah. that 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 offer they made at first. And then right. somebody broke the she story that she was teaching a class in the spring semester for them as a part of this tenure process. That's right. Crazy. So they had already done all this stuff, right? And then somebody broke the story that she didn't get tenure, and that's what sent this whole thing into hyperdrive. So yep. at the point that everybody found out she wasn't going to get tenure, I guarantee Harvard, Columbia, all these schools probably reached out to her. Like, listen, you might not get it there, but we would love a Pulitzer Prize winning uh, uh, author mm. on our staff. We would love a MacArthur <laughs> Genius Grant winner on our staff. We'd be more than happy to give you tenure. We already know that you're qualified to do what it is that, that they're trying to tell you that you're not qualified and, to do. And $15 million in the bank, Panama. Like, right. Don't she forget that part. Right? She's already bringing money the to bank. the table. So I just, Ooh, I can't stupid. see how any, I, I don't think she was ever going to go there because I think she had too many other options that even if they weren't the ones that she wanted, were not going to be ones. I mean, she made the comment about going where you're, where you're celebrated, not tolerated, right? Like that's been the kind of the theme of the day. Sure. You knew, she knew when this whole t uh, tenure thing happened that they were looking at her or the board of trustees, the, not, not the department, not, not the school of journalism, but every, the people who had the power to do this were looking at her a certain way and... You don't want them people cutting your check. You, you know what really got me, though? Watching her on Gail, the part that really hurt my heart, like, we know that she's this, that, and all these great things. 
when she was in there talking to Gail, talking about how embarrassing it was to be denied tenure and how she was keeping that quiet. Because the way this thing goes is there's all these outside people who you don't know who are sitting in things talking about you and you just get this result. And for her to be embarrassed by her accomplishments, that's that's UNC doing a whole other level of dirt that that is just hard for me to really get over. And that she had to keep quiet because it's a secret process and she didn't want other people to know that she was going to be the first night professor and black woman to be denied tenure. And then, you know, I, I'm sure she's strong and confident, but it doesn't help but get into you like, damn, maybe my shit wasn't that tight. You know what I mean? And that totally was wrong. And she knew that I'm sure, but you know how those thoughts come and creep. And then she was keeping it quiet, yeah. but UNC leaked it. And so F them for that. Oh, I just, I just, it's upsetting. But I'm glad that's why she gave him the middle finger. Because you can't walk into that yeah. after they do all that. Yeah. I hope she's happy. You know, I hope she's not disappointed. I hope that, you know, Howard is a nice, soft place to land and that she'll be able to do her work the way she wanted. I do wonder if, you know, she's 1619 Project, you know, which is has been tied, you know, to critical race theory somewhat erroneously. But it's still, you know, it's that pro-black America has a racist history and we need to learn that. You know, I think that might have been useful at North Carolina. I think there might have been some kids to come through mm-hmm. that classroom that might have needed to hear that. Uh, that might have done some, some uh, you know, unlearning a bit of what they learned in high school and from their parents and, and grandparents and, and, and neighbors and other community leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, but Howard University continues to be, you know, a place that we can look to as black people, you know, think about, you know, our kids, um, our kids' kids. Uh, our city, I, I live in D.C., um, and it's a shining beacon of, um, you know, maybe not the uh, administration all the time, but it is a shining <laughs> beacon of education and academia. But let's be clear, some students at Howard need to learn that message from her also. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, clear. A lot of, right. <laughs> idiocy does not know color specifically, you know what I mean? Like, there's some, there's some folks who probably need some lessons that, sure. look. They probably need it more than their white kids do because they already starting further back than some of them white kids are, right? Ooh. So they need to make sure that they together, they got their minds, they they, they, shar- they they knives sharpened a little bit more. Like I would much <laughs> ra- I'd be so much more concerned about my community than I would be about the white people that might need it over there. Like I just, you know, they 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 gonna be all right whether whether they they gonna be look, mediocre white men are solidly doing okay in this country, right? So, <laughs> you know, like they gonna be all right. We got to make sure ours are good. Yeah, absolutely. That's not quite what I meant. I meant like, you know, I, I, I know that it would benefit us if everyone, you know, if everyone got in on this 1619, it would be good for everybody is all I was trying to say. No, you're right. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. You're right. All right. So from Nicole Hannah-Jones, uh, somebody else who feels like my homegirl who I've also never met, uh, Shikari Richardson, uh, <laughs> track star, uh, burgeoning superstar on the track. Uh, it looks like she's not going to be able to participate in the Tokyo Olympics. You know, she burst onto the scene, the national scene. I guess if you were a trackhead, you probably knew who she was. But uh, on the national scene, she had her orange hair waving in the breeze. She had the long nails, reminding some people of Flojo, you know, Florence Griffith Joyner. She thanked her girlfriend when she won. So she's checking off boxes for people who care yeah. about checking boxes. But it looks like she won't be able to. Uh, participate at the Olympics this year because she has been suspended 30 days for marijuana. And that means she would miss her 100 meters event in, in Tokyo. The internet has been ablaze with ablaze. hot takes, <laughs> trashy takes, 
ashy takes, as we call it around here sometimes. <laughs> you know, some ashy rhetoric has been thrown around. You might even hear some of that today from us. But, uh, you know, I feel like it's a complicated issue that can't be oversimplified. Uh, but, Corey, you first, because you are you are our resident track athlete. You ran track in college. What kind of what kind of star? How special is Shikari? Well, you know, well, first off, you know, I ran track, but not I ran track at LSU, the same school that she ran track at. So, you know, she's a. Oh, yeah, I forgot uh, about that closeness. Yeah. People gonna probably be surprised in my responses to to some of these things, man. But she was definitely so as far as her star potential. Uh, she she set the collegiate record in the women's 100, so she's the fastest collegiate woman ever uh, in the 100. So you know her her potential was 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 endless, man. You know probably someone who could have challenged Flo Jo's record, which is probably at this point like about 40 years old or something. Uh, but she was someone who really could have uh, challenged that record. But, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, well, I mean, she'll still have a future after her 30-day suspension is up. But, you know, this is a, a, a big opportunity she missed. And in track and field, you know, the Olympics is like the big thing. You know, it's not it's not one of those sports that's big every year. It's kind of one of those sports that's big every four years, you know, when the Olympics roll around. So this is a huge, huge thing, um, a huge moment that she'll be missing out on. And, yeah, man, I mean, you know, if just from my perspective, you know, I, I you know, I understand the ban. I'm 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 for it. I, I don't think anyone should be trying to get her back on the team or trying to allow her to run. I don't even understand where half of these internet perspectives are coming from. You know, people, you know, I feel like just wanna jump on pro black stuff even when it don't make sense and, and just root for the black people even when they do wrong. You know, wrong is wrong sometimes, man. Rules is rules. I've heard that a lot this week. Rules is rules. Rules is rules. I've heard that a lot. So I mean, you know, so <laughs> You get into asking, is it fair? You know, fairness is in the eye of the beholder. It's in the eye of different beholders, right? right? Well, nah, well, nah, so, hold on. A rule, by definition, as long as it's applied, you know, equally, is fair, right? So, if they say weed is banned, as long as they don't allow anyone to do it, it's fair, right? Regardless of whether you think it's cool or not, it's still fair. So I think but I think you hit it when you said as long as they don't allow anyone to do it. Now, I don't know the rules and I don't know who's been. Well, do we know anyone who smoked weed, who tested positive, who was allowed to participate? Because I don't. I don't have an answer for that. Exactly. Nobody. No one. The answer yeah. is no one. Yeah. I think two things can be true at the same time. Maybe weed shouldn't be on the banned substance list. But it is on the banned substance list. Right. She knew it. Everybody <laughs> who runs track knows what's on that list. Right. That, Everybody's that aware. They all know they're going to be tested. And. Like, so both of those could be true. Maybe it doesn't belong there. And it seems like based on the conversations with the anti-doping agencies and all that, they, even some of them are like, it's up for debate. Like these are, uh, it's a, it's it, a moving target wait. for them. Well, how does it, so first off, people keep coming with that. So I, I when it, when no, but I'm saying that's what, that's what the, the, the anti-doping agency people are even saying. There, there are discussions within the, the agency about whether or not it even belongs there. So like though, right. there are conversations that they are internally having about, whether it should be removed from the list. So what I'm saying is maybe it doesn't belong there because the, the performance enhancing nature is, is been largely debunked. So that's not true though. So hold up. But so for the last From five the, the years, the doping agency people said that, but the last, for the last five years, people have been using the premise of marijuana as some sort of miracle drug that does all kinds of things, which is part of the reason why it's make it, you faster. It's uh, not, it's it, a, it, it helps with inflammation. It helps with uh, all sorts of medical issues. Yeah. That's why it's it, it, pain right? and so recovery it, are the main things like pain and recovery. The longer you can work out, the, the better you get in your event, like the more you can train. So that means like, you know, if 
you have this hard ass workout on Monday. The fact that you can toke up, recover, and be right back at it Tuesday morning is important. That's yeah, important. Exactly. You don't have to take so, Tuesday off. That's the dope agency is, is the ones that are saying it's up for debate. I don't yeah. know, y'all. And, y'all and would know that. That's, that was my point. Yeah, I'm not that arguing with you. I'm just saying that you know yeah. some people say that it's definitely not performance enhancing, and I'm just not sure that it's not at all. Those people are just trying to get over. Well, what I love is she didn't argue with it. She said, "Hey, I did it. I got to test it. I'm out." And that's what I think. I think everybody else is fighting around her. We all fighting a battle that she already didn't been like. Look, I realize that I, I, I did this. I own it, and I messed with her for that. Yeah. yeah, she knows better. She knows what's on the list, and we can't give exceptions to people we like when they when they break the rules, right? The rules are the rules, and like you can argue the rules. That's a whole different thing. But we definitely right. first thing we can't do is give exception to people we like when they break the rules. That that can't happen. I just wish our criminal justice system worked that way, but I mean that's not what we're talking about. But I just wish. <laughs> I mean, look, it, I, it kind I of is. I see a parallel actually between between our two topics for the day. Actually, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, but what it seems like a rules is rules thing is going around. No, but the rules is rules ain't quite applying to everybody fully. It is, but, it, but so there, there, aren't, is. there aren't any athletes. There are not any athletes that have been tested positive for marijuana who've been allowed to compete, right? So she's not being discriminated against. So people are like this is uh, discrimination. Like black people aren't the only people that smoke weed. White people smoke weed at a probably even higher rate than African Americans. So this isn't targeted towards black people, right? She, she, she there was a banned substance, there, and there are tons of things that are on the banned substance list. Most people don't even know, but even stuff like extra strength Tylenol is on the banned substance list, right? And so they're just things you just can't take as an athlete. And all athletes know them. And she decided to take it. She's had to suffer the consequences, whether we like her or not. Oh, she will. She said, I, I ain't going. Bye. Yeah. She said, anyway, COVID run around in like Tokyo that. anyway. She <laughs> said, COVID over in Tokyo, no way. She's disappointed that she doesn't get to run. She's disappointed that, that she's not on. I'm sure at this point that she's not on the 4 by one team. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there was probably some hope on her part that she would be added to the four by one team. Um, and we just all got the news alert. I'm sure everybody's phone went off with that one. I know mine did like several times that yeah. she was not added to yeah. the four by one team. So yeah. her Tokyo hopes are dashed. Wait, are, are the black academics talking about that? Hold hey, on. so yeah, one one thing, too, that I find interesting, <laughs> which I think is even an even bigger point is a lot of times I think it's black people. We celebrated a lot of hood rap behavior from her. Until Whoa. she started acting, until she acted like a hood rat, and then now we want to make excuses for it, right? No. So when she was, you know, had the orange hair and tattoos, yeah, that's a hood rat behavior. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Dude, uh, so what? Wait, let's back this up. It let's is. back this up. One conversation. We just talked about uh, old girl Hannah, and she has her hair dyed red. Are we saying she's a hood rat too? No, she's not. Come on, man. Don't on. yeah, don't ask Corey. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah, but so this you, you were celebrating all that hood rat shit when she with but then when she acted like one by doing smoking some weed, then now you want to make excuses for it. That's what you get when you, you promote was, type of- So you're saying no, you feel man. like it was in character for her to do made. this. Like, yes, is that what yes, you're saying, Corey? Yes, 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 that's what hood rats do. And hold on, time <laughs> out. We also we got. I have not heard that context here. I'm actually interested yeah. in Corey's take here because I have not heard this one. I'm not at all. Earlier he I'm said white people all. smoke weed just like black people do, but now we say I'm not right. at all. He basically said white people do this more than more than black people do, but now she's a hood rat for smoking weed after she finds out her mother passed away. Yeah. 
from a news reporter. Hip, hip like what I hadn't imagined was that people were looking at her because I guess I get so much positive. I know so many positive people and like people who are not racist and stuff like that. Usually I get good reports about people. So like everybody was saying good things about Shakari, even though you know she had the long hair or whatever, her tattoos, her nails. By the way, it's Shakari. Her name is actually Shakari. My bad. You've been saying it wrong the whole time. Yeah. Shakari. Just point that out. She um, you know, her name is Shakari, right? With an apostrophe. Okay. Um, you know, her hair is orange, her nails are long. I'm just saying it fits right into my point. You know? Exactly. Yeah. But everybody likes her though. Everybody everybody's like, yo, she's cool, she's awesome. That's my little sis and everything. So it's interesting that somebody looked at her and said, That's a hood rat. And I didn't even expect that, Corey. You managed to surprise me. We had, but we do that all the time, right? We 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 promote. Don't we say promote, we. we. I ain't in that we. Well, not me, we. Me, see, not we. Clear. Not not we. I don't want to say we. I won't put nobody's <laughs> name into that. But I think, for uh, in general, you black put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby, to promote people That's who <laughs> do negative things, and then when they do this negative shit, then we like ah. Uh, okay. Give a pass. Negative thing is a strong orange thing hair the, and the, long the, nails the, are not negative. negative. <laughs> yeah. This is right. The only ne- like smoking weed. The only negative here is that it's a banned substance in this particular sport. She but got the weed in its place where it's completely legal. Absolutely. Most people don't even view weed as a negative thing anymore. It's not even considered like uh, it's not. That, that's that's irrelevant. No, no, no. What, what you're saying is she did this negative thing, which yeah, she was. Did. That's she look. She smoked. She did weed, something but, that was against the rules for her. Yeah, sport. she broke. She broke a right. rule for the sport, but that doesn't make her morally bankrupt. Hood, rat yeah, like that. Like right. Things. I feel like you're you're going a little bit far with the the like. Look at the way they dog Flojo. Look at how they dog Flojo when Flojo was running because of the nails and the fly Flo, outfits. Flojo had long nails. The rest of Flojo she was had the fly outfits. She had the, the one leg out. The rest of her was, doing was, that. Was, was was very feminine and very was very attractive and very only up and up. <laughs> right, her speech, her everything else was only up and up. She did have long nails. Everything else was 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 oh up to par. God. I mean, it's a fact. I mean, what, that, that, that happened. Well, the, the, no, when you said her speech, like that's what makes me crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, cause look, wow. So wait, hey, Corey, did you point. you viewed her negatively? Did you view did you view her negatively in general, or you're yeah, just like I I'm did. not surprised? So, that, I'm not I'm not surprised by this. Nah, yeah, I'm not surprised by it because you know this you know ducks quack, right? Um, so I'm not surprised by this Damn. at all. Um, <laughs> and I just think. I, wow. You know, I, I I don't even know that she was. A, so if, if I had a daughter, I wouldn't want my daughter to be like her. The fastest one in the world. Her hair, successful. Just Just from her hair and her nails. You know what I love in her interview that she did on the Today Show? She said, I'm just like you. I could just run fast. I love that she's a person. I just run fast. We should we should be promoting Gabby Thomas. Which we, which we which nobody which y'all probably don't even know, right? Uh, Gabby Thomas is like the ideal role model for young girls, right? Gabby That's Thomas gets ideal. no mention, but as soon as as soon as Sakari wins, like everybody's like, oh, I love her, I love this, I love they love they love that hood rat energy. They love ratchet. They love ratchetness. We love so they act ratchet. We love successful black people who are yes. exce- excelling in their given lane of sport or activity, yes. whatever they're doing. What she did, right? Absolutely. Like that's that's true. Right, like we 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 celebrate those people yes. because they're our people. Like you you can't wait, pretend wait, like that on, ain't that ain't there, 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 were, there were fifty black women get invites to the uh, Olympics from the track and field trials. The only one that was hitting the, the internet was Shakari. Shakari, excuse me. Right, so don't say we celebrate black women that succeed. There were fifty other black women that got an invite Not 50 to other uh, that Tokyo. broke the record that you mentioned earlier. But she didn't break it this at this event. That's a, that was that was a year no, or two ago. I, 
I'm even going to push back on that. Like, I understand. Look, Shakari became a name and a sensation. That part is why, true. Why? So why? because everybody, everybody, yeah, this is even before then. This is before she got banned, right? Like she was. She stands out. Whatever. Yeah, she and like the, the charisma, all of that stuff. Like as a performer, she anyway. stands out. So why? people, people, people gravitate all her to interviews. Oh, I'm, I'm that girl. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm that, I'm that chick. You know what I'm saying? Like people was gravitating but to that, that, to that. But type what's of negative about that? She has charisma. She's somebody that she, she is charming. If that's how you define charisma and charming. It's not charming to me. Again, I wouldn't want my daughter to be like her. This is what I, I mean. But when we think about black people achieving these higher spaces, this is what I, I love to say. Let people look how they want to look, like whatever music they want to like, be whoever they want to be, and then just run fast as hell. And that's what she needs to do. You want to be a medical doctor, look how you want to look, talk how you want to love other music, and just be great at saving lives. And anybody that want to put that other stuff into what you do, that's on them. That's the way I feel about her. Now, granted, if the rules was there and she knew them and she broke them, hey, that's facts. But to say she got a look or be a do or anything else, Yo, why, why mean, we got why we got to accept anything from our people, man? Why we can't accept the best, man? Why we can't expect the best from from like the, the time that she did that wasn't that wasn't be the best. Like just like Manu just said, the rules you know can be the rules. She can be banned or whatever. She can accept her punishment. But to imply that she's not a good person in some way is is beyond the pale. Like that's not that's not a fair thing to do. She made a decision that could have been in the moment. You know, she could have you know decided to smoke. Because she thought maybe she wouldn't get caught. Maybe she thought it was just a little. Maybe she thought it was going to be outside the window to fail the test. Or maybe she was at a point that she didn't care what happened. Ooh, she was like, man, fuck the it. Olympics right now. I don't really care right now. I lost, you know what I'm saying? It. Like she lost her mom. I lost my dad when I was 18. And there was definitely times that I stopped caring. It's like, you know, there were times I didn't go to school. I didn't care about going to school. It wasn't like, oh, I'm trying to get away with not going to school. I'm, I wasn't trying to get right. away with shit. I just didn't right. care. So I can understand her making a decision in the moment where she might not have cared. Dude, how many uh, tons of athletes have lost with, with losing their parent, right? Uh, and they didn't do that, right? So no, that's everybody different. That no, ain't fair. No, no, uh, no. Yeah, that's, 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 that's always a Everybody different. Everybody different. Like, <laughs> some people, some people, yeah, some people are mature adults, and some people aren't. Yeah, that's right. Everybody is different. You don't think anything at all that she sacrificed the Olympics just to get over, just to feel better? Like that doesn't mean anything mm -hmm. at all. Like she was that hurt or she was in such a dark place that she was like, the Olympics mean Bro, nothing to me right now. Hey, you, you don't you don't get you don't get a pass from me for sabotaging your life because something negative happened in your life. And so let me tell you one thing we can't avoid. Every everybody on this call, our parents are gonna pass away at some point. You don't get to sabotage your life after that happened, right? And and, and have me endorse your 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 negative behaviors after that happened. We, we, it's something nobody on this face of the earth will ever be able to avoid. Your parents will pass. Right, know, and, like, and you have to be an adult and do responsible things when you're faced with that circumstance. I feel like you kind of overstate. Like she made a mistake, right? She owned it. She made a mistake. She's owned it. Like I'm you're really you're making it. her to be like a bad human no, being. And then not only that, you're saying that we should we shouldn't be looking at her in a good light, effectively. Where there's other people we should be paying more attention to. Yeah. Which people this happens at every Olympics, right? Yeah, Look, yeah. by the time the Olympics are over, we're gonna know every woman that was on the four by one team. We're gonna know all their names and stuff like that. This one just so happens to be charismatic beforehand, right? Like we got to know her. And social media is a, a completely different monster now than it was even four years ago or five years ago, actually. Mm -hmm. So you know, like she's a social media darling. In a different Why? way. Why? Yeah. Because she's unapologetic about herself. It seems seemingly like she's 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 authentically hurt. Yeah, people like her is the bottom line. People okay. like her. It doesn't really matter why they like her, but they like her. I think Corey No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I'm surprised to hear you playing like like respectability 
you know, like you like ratchet hood rat shit, Corey. You do. Yeah. Like <laughs> you do. You my bro. I love <laughs> I you. And I know you though. I do. And and, I do. and it's like, yo, I know that you participate in in ratchetness at times. <laughs> so I keep it at a distance. <laughs> nah. I would never let ratchetness compromise. I would never let ratchetness compromise my well being or my goals. Okay. Never. All right. All right. Uh, the topic has divided people uh, in conversations and text chains and online. You know, like people are like can't understand each other. Like there's some people who are saying hmm. uh, the people who are saying rules are rules are like, you know, are not supportive of blackness and black individuality. And then the people who are saying that she should run the rules is rules. People are saying you don't know how to follow rules. Like, why do you think that, you know, people can just do whatever they want? So I'm I'm surprised at how people how far apart people are. People are really uh, looking at it like it's black and white, like it's zero sum. Like either she should be able to run, or she's a terrible person who we shouldn't support. You you know what else has got me? You got me thinking about this rules is rules thing. It takes me back to the Gwen Gwen Carr situation. Also, that's the the shot putter, right? Who remember? I think their last name is Carr. Is that correct? No, Barry. But re- Gwen Barry. Barry. The sorry. The, the tweets that came out about. There like, you go. That, that, yeah, that, okay. Gwen yeah. Barry. But because remember, we did a show a couple weeks back where we talked about how the Olympics made that rule that black that when well, they say black, but they meant <laughs> that black people can't protest right. at the Olympics. And so she just you know threw her shirt up or whatever. And I know that she in interviews that said she's planning how to protest in Tokyo. So it gets back to this whole thing: our rules, rules. And if Gwen Berry busts out the world record, gets the gold, but, you know, puts a fist on the chest, snatch it, because rules are rules, and she knew the rules? Yes. Period. Rules are rules. We You can't, you can't bend the rules for people you like or for the people that win, right? If you don't want to have rules, then you can have some kind of free-for-all where everybody can do what they want. Yeah. But other than that, rules if are If you rules. knowingly break a rule, you suffer those consequences. Like, that's yep. that's how that works, especially yeah. in a... In a in a in a space where you they literally lay out all the rules before you. Now there but might the be rules some rules. At there you. might be rules. There might be some rules worth breaking. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying right. that that's not right. the case. I mean there are, there are times there are rules worth breaking. But you that. as the one who breaks that rule, you suffer those consequences. Like if you have a bigger social statement that you're making, that's fine. You know, and yeah. and you'll be supported by the community at large. You just won't have a gold medal to do with it. You I know think what I mean? she like, will too. Just, I think she'll break that rule. I don't know. I think she might break. And that she rule. might. You know, and and that's that's her choice. And whatever let's say she places whatever medal she wins if they take that away then that that just is what it is right and we will do what we do in with shakari where everybody's like that's crazy they would do that even though everybody knows going in that this is what's going to happen so, and you know, Jabri so, still had that championship season in high school right you had to pull about 400 <laughs> meters oh yeah <laughs> city champs yeah. oh for taunting you got busted for taunting yeah, right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. He don't, he don't believe rules is rules. We should reinstate his uh his win, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think she should go for it. Let him be himself, because you know black people are more expressive. But he was just talking. <laughs> That's what we tried to argue when we should have just apologized. <laughs> <laughs> we might have been able to keep our medals. <laughs> but um I think that like the backlash that we've seen against each other, not even necessarily against Shikari, I've been disappointed in that. Oh, black men don't support black women and all of that has been going around too. And I feel like that can be true at times, but you got to remember black men better than anybody understand that rules are rules because they are going to be enforced against us to the fullest extent every time. So when we see somebody break rules, sometimes we're disappointed. We're like, 
you know, you couldn't just follow the rules to get to where all these people would dream of being. And yes, you know, if you say that without, you know, the rest of it, it's insensitive. Like, I definitely respect Shakari uh, and, you know, her feeling like she needs to put her, her mental health above what she was accomplishing on the track. Even if she didn't fully mean to do that, it's what she did and it's way, you know, the way she's accepted her punishment. You know, she's been like, yeah, I did it. I broke the rule. Here's what it is. She didn't fight it. She didn't say, you know, that it was that it was false. She she hadn't come out and said it's not fair. More of it for me is how we have turned against each other when discussing it. She's going to be okay. We're going to take care of her and make sure that she's ready to run in four years or in two years at the championships or whenever that is. Like, we're going to be seeing more of her. She's going to be okay. Too bad she had to miss this opportunity. But I'm worried about the way we tear each other down and tear each other apart when we had these conversations. Black people, like you said, black men especially, we see rules that these are staunch rules. And other people don't see that and dance all in and around all of them things, bend them and change them and get to where they want. Because now, you know, it's just it's a bigger conversation. I, but I, I think for the Shakari situation, I agree. You saying following rules holds us back? I think for sure, because when they start changing rules, look at all these new voting laws they're about to start changing. And for what? Because they're targeting for us. We're like, well, those are the new laws. These are the new rules. No, and then what right happens that, there? Though. Some of that right? depends and then on the rules. that as a rule is a problem. I, I know, but it's, it's in context, right? So to Corey's point yeah, earlier, right. no one like, else has bent this rule. You know what I mean? Like this goalpost has not been moved. Right. So, I get it. But in this time that we're living in, with like what Bree says, like, you know, as black men, we get it. Like it's because those rules become targeted at us. And those rules are not fair. But and the weed rule ain't targeted towards rules. black people. And this yeah. this is this is targeted to all the athletes. Yeah. This is literally oh, all of the athletes Different are held scenarios. to that same one. There are like so you're talking about like so voting rules that that are politically that can politically change depending on who's in office are completely different than a governing body that puts specific things in place that literally every athlete has to has to follow right like the but there's so many other things that we know people get away with that we think are rules and so we will never dare step across that line no you're you know you're right but 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 the comparison you made I mean literally I knew you're literally right. voting you're rules right, are but politically motivated by who's in office in the moment. No, yeah, I agree. Like it's Doesn't just, apply to track and field. I, right. I'm, Some I'm things are more it. absolute, and this seems like more of an absolute thing in this in this instance, as opposed to stupid voting laws about not giving people water in line. Like that's that's inhumane. That's well, a, that's, that's what I'm a taking whole it to Bree's larger you know conversation I mean? about when people started fighting against each other. I think people are bringing their other existences well, and, and experiences because to this fight because of stupid all the shit happened. like that. Like white people pretend like they don't get hot in line too. So like I don't know why you would why you would impose those type of things. So it's it's like it's because a whole, they saw it, us on CNN handing out water. They yeah. saw it on CNN. Like, they were like, oh, that shit's not fair. And then right. and then they changed. That's, it. that's a cut off your nose. Right. That's a cut off your nose so despite quick, your face rule. Right. That's no that's just water. nonsense. So that that's just that's just dumb. It Whereas, was a typo. The page cut off. They meant no watermelon. That's racist. I would be in the street. That's racist. That was good quality racism, though. That was good racism. Good job. But on to the the other point too was should weed be legal? And also, you know, this is a a worldwide rule, so a lot of people keep talking about that. So just because it's legal in the states, that doesn't really, you know, impact like the the worldwide thing. All the the athletes all over the world have to follow whatever rules this uh, governing body sets up. So just because it's legal in California or Colorado don't mean they're going to change the worldwide rules on on weed. True. 
it is up for debate though like every article that i've read the people governing that body have talked about the fact that they're discussing it it's always in discussion about whether or not marijuana should be removed from this list that includes ecstasy and heroin and cocaine you know like it's on a list extra with extra strength Tylenol as Corey told us earlier yeah, yeah Jeez, for sure. you know like they're, they're, so that's my point it's in debate even by the very agency that is holding her to that stand her and everybody else to that standard that was my point they might change next next Olympics it might be off the list and then, you know, at that point, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So it just... That's going to be a tough one, you know. though, because internationally, the world is right. not where we are on marijuana. Not at all. As the United States. Like, it seems like every week a state is added to the decriminalization list. You know, like, that's going to keep going. That wave is going to keep going in that direction until it's until it's federally legal. But, like, internationally, they still handing out harsh punishments. They still, they still, they'll cane you. They'll jail you. You know, they got all these international serious stringent laws about this. But I think it's okay. I think it might be okay if, in fact, there aren't any benefits from it, right? Like if there really are, and I can understand the recovery time is a real thing, and I, I don't want to debate against that. But let's just say, facts. That's a big thing. Like argumentatively, if there actually is no benefit, then it doesn't matter. Wait, but, but who y'all uses argued it for, and who does argue for the longest all the benefits of it, right? So all we've heard was all the benefits of it, right? And now, yeah. but now not for you Olympic level no competition, not for Olympic uh, level competition. If there's any benefits to it, if only if if it's legal in America and all the American athletes are doing it, and it's not legal in Brazil, and the Brazilians can't do it, we have an unfair competitive advantage, and we can't put it on the. We got to keep it. We got to keep it on the list. Just so you know, it's 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 decriminalized in Brazil. I just wanted to point that out. Go ahead. I mean, I, I was just made up with a name. But I'm, I'm just looking saying. at the list right now of yeah, all yeah. the countries where weed, where weed is actually legal. I don't, I, and it's a much bigger know. list than you guys think. But no, I'm only saying that <laughs> it's not an issue in the instance where there is no benefit. Any Asian countries? Yes. There are a couple. It looks like, like Malaysia. Like, it's mo- like, look, most of North America or no- North America is like Canada. We're fine. A lot of South American countries, it's legal for medical use. Looks like that Uruguay is legal for that. recreational use. South Africa, it's legal for recreational use. Several, a couple, a couple African countries, it's legal for medical use. Most Asian and African countries are where there's a, an illegality issue. Sure. Which is, I guess, what you'd probably expect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we always play like these zero sum games about it too. Like, and I hate to make this comparison, but like, you know, like when when a black person gets killed by the police. And they point out his rap sheet like you don't have to be an angel not to be killed by the police. Right. So we shouldn't be banned, but it's not it doesn't have to be completely harmless either. Like we should stop arguing that it's that it doesn't have any benefits like that doesn't make any sense as an argument. Like like Corey said, we've been arguing in the other direction for all these years to get it legalized. And now we're going to say, oh, there's absolutely no benefit to it. You know, like that's that's just I don't know. It's, it's inconsistent. Kind of dumb. That's true. And it's unnecessary, I think, I feel. Yeah. I I have concerns with that. I I read a piece recently that part of one of the complications that it, the THC is a, is a masking factor for other things they may be looking for too. So again, if the rules are made for fair reasons, again, the rules are the rules for track and field. Well, THC has been in, for, for these purposes though, I read an article that it is not a masking agent. For for nothing that nothing that they're testing for, THC would be a masking agent for. I did read that. 
I'm not, I, I did hear what uh, my new said about, I've read something, I've heard about the masking agent thing, but I don't know what it what, what it would potentially mask, but if it masks stuff that they're not testing for anyway, then I, I mean, maybe it's a yeah, that, So, because I was looking at, I was trying to figure out exactly, you know, like, of course, because social media went a buzz, everybody became a fucking weed <laughs> expert <laughs> oh, um, yeah, as, soon as, as soon as this came out, right? <laughs> so I'm like, I went to... Let me let me understand what's happening here. And that's where I came across the 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 people in the, the doping agency having these discussions about whether or not they should remove it from the list anyway. But be, it came up about whether or not for their purposes, they view it as a performing enhancing performance enhancing drug. And they largely they don't at least the, the doping agency largely does not view it as a, a performance enhancing drug. And they also don't view it as a masking agent. So it just has not been taken off the list. It's still on that list with cocaine and heroin and all the other stuff. Even though I think over time, the stigma attached to weed has lessened almost everywhere in the world. Even if it's still criminal in some places, probably the way it's viewed is not the same way that cocaine and things like that are viewed at this point. By the body that would actually be making these decisions. You also heard about the two African sisters who are disqualified because of having too much testosterone. They're disqualified from two races. They can run the hundred and two hundred. They cannot run the four hundred or the sixteen hundred. So that makes it okay. Does that make it okay? I mean, what are we talking about? That's their natural level. I don't understand that at all. Like, I don't understand. I feel like if you're going to disqualify them, disqualify them from everything. All or nothing. So I don't understand why picking and choosing some races, but I do absolutely understand the disqualification. For testosterone, like, even if it's yeah. natural, like they're yes, women, sir. like they're they're two women. But if it's a natural production, it's, a natu- it's, a, it's natural. Like this, not they're not taking anything. No, no. Oh, but, but now we get into like so. So the biggest person uh, name in this type of stratosphere is the chick Casa Semenya, right? She's right. the most famous person mm-hmm. uh, in this. But she, so she has high testosterone levels, and they wouldn't let her compete. And they still not letting her compete. I think in some things, but she also is like what they call intersex. So she has like a X and Y chromosome, but she has like female genitalia. So she's a woman, but she produces testosterone at a level that no naturally occurring woman could even she's come close to. She's a naturally occurring woman, by the way. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Let me, I, maybe I was politically incorrect the way I said that. But the way that... With no woman with two X chromosomes. What? With two X chromosomes produces testosterone. At. So this person absolutely has in it a... Uh, an advantage over all of the other competitors and these women who have abnormally high testosterone levels uh have an advantage over them i was reading an article where uh like a guy who's prolific in this he said like you know the, like the presence of testosterone is like the biggest genetic advantage that one could have right all of these athletes have some genetic advantage which makes them these right. elite athletes talking about all advantages of them is a real slippery slope bro like all of them the do. reason why they're all the, the the reason why people are like elite level athletes is because their bodies naturally have some advantage that the rest of us don't have exactly. right My like lebron is 68 right. like right like wait, if, if a woman is producing should be able to play it's bigger it, than everybody it, else it, it, no no those are so 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 <laughs> but so in in sports though we divide them in male and female for a reason because females cannot but they compete are against females. males because bodies just happen wait, to do the reason we do this is because of testosterone right? naturally they occurring not... should be the key naturally occurring that should be the answer if, if, if they're not taking anything if they're not doping if they're not using synthetic testosterone or nothing like that that should be the answer, and it should be fine. You're being banned for your genetics. Yeah, banned like for genetics. Being, yeah, that's you're being banned for being born. Like, and again, from two races, not two other races. 
just the 400 right. and the 1600 they can go from run the same one country, and the two two women from the same country so are we talking about genetics uh in the so, region yeah, so the, the, like are we talking about regional so, so genetics genetic, this sound like eugenics they gonna stop kenyans and ethiopians from competing in long distance no right kenyans right. Yeah. with their with their that's extra lung capacity <laughs> you know like we know that that's true we've seen them dominate distance running for 50 years I don't know if that's true. But, I mean, if they have dominated, for sure, that's true. I don't know if they have extra lung capacity. They do. They know. train in the mountains, blah, blah, blah. There's some stuff to it. I mean, it's ill-informed. Dude, it's a reason why. Look. It's true. I, mean, I got here's some, here's some more ill information. Niggas hate going to play the Denver Nuggets in Denver because of the elevation, right? But people who live in Denver, the, the, the Nuggets is used to it. They get an advantage by playing at home, right? Because they're used to playing at higher elevations. Should they not play the games there? This is a tough one. So now, so then, now where are we at on transgender competition, right? Because there was also a transgender lady who who applied to compete in the Olympic Games, uh, which didn't make as much news, but they banned her from competing in the Olympic trials uh, because she's not a genetic woman. She has testosterone. Her testosterone levels wouldn't be fair for her to compete against. No, uh, but if she's a transgender woman, she's taking estrogen, which reduces, and the, and a lot of them take testosterone blockers. Like, so then their levels are down, so it's all about levels to they're you. Still, they're, they're, still the not levels at, they're still not at the level of a, of a, of a naturally occurring female. Right, so th- their levels are still. They would test. They would test above. There's a, see, a given range. That a specific idea range of naturally occurring seems to be right. blown out the water by these Namibian women exactly. who are have naturally high testosterone levels. Right, like exactly. so. If if you can get that outliers? on your own, it's they, almost are, are irre- they like all of the Olympics. Who cares? Are they are women? Are they They're women trying outliers. to compete in the Olympics? This like, what does it debate. matter? Are, this yeah. just this what, debate like, is just this debate is just it's icky. I don't know. Yeah. It could get icky, but I'm just saying you like you're you're saying that they're women, but for their testosterone levels, therefore they're not really like they are. It's just natural. Their bodies happen to give them an advantage in this area. But like, what are they supposed to do? They're athletes for a reason. The reason why they're even in this position is because of that. So I I do. I do kind of agree on the naturally occurring part. Right. Uh, but like some of these women were what they called intersex, right? And I think like they said, like the chick Casa Semenya actually has, she doesn't have functioning ovaries. She has like internal testes, um, which produces testosterone. Like these women are having like some sort of like genetic um, things that are not normal. What about male athletes that produce way more testosterone than other men? Or they take supplements like selenium and other things that make them make more testosterone than other men. Should there be a limit of you make too much testosterone? Because that there, makes there you is. super... There, there is. So they too te- much they te- testosterone. They, they test with testosterone in male athletes as but, well. I know, if their naturally occurring levels are too high, they say you can't compete? I don't know about the naturally occurring part. because that, that situation concern, hasn't, then, yeah, That situation right? hasn't come up for men yet about naturally occurring uh, extremely high levels. So I, I, I'm not sure, but there is a range for men. And if you if you hit a, if you if your test hit outside that range, they're gonna come looking for you. And if if you're taking a supplement that help you get outside of that range, you're definitely out of there. Easy. I don't know. It's a tough one. Yeah, we got to leave it there because uh, we still have more to get to. Um, Panama the main event. Say something positive. Uh, about Sha- about Shakari, and then we'll get out of here. Hey, look, I got all kind of positive things to say about Shakari. One, I'm 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 saddened that she won't be in Tokyo because it seems like we always have every Olympics we have these big personalities on the American side that kind of help. You know, they kind of like like ground like the American 
whatever we going over there with, there's always, there's your Charles Barkley's in 92. There's your, you know, there's always these larger than life personalities and they always seem to make the, the Olympic games more entertaining to watch because you have, you're invested in individuals for those reasons. So I'm sure there'll be other people that we're very excited to get to know. And like I said, by the time, you know, we got Simone Biles. So we still have, you know, we still have these individuals. So I'm excited about that. But Shakari, she got, I guess, three years to the next Olympics. This is 2024. Yeah. Um, you know, given her trajectory, she'll be back. You know, and she won't make the same decision again, more than likely, because, you know, she lost out on this one. She's sad about it. She's contrite about it. You know, so. Yeah, I look forward to seeing what she'll do. Like I'm, I'm invested. I care. I look forward to seeing it. Yeah, well said. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're gonna look for homies podcast on the Black Taxi Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Illinois Four Homies Podcast on the Black Taxi Podcast Network. Uh, now for the main event of the evening, uh, we are going to talk about. Something everybody knows about. I'm not even going to intro. There's no even. There's not even any need to get any, any deeper with this. I'm gonna just tell you what we're gonna talk about, and we're gonna talk about it. Bill Cosby was freed two years into his 10 year sentence. The criminal justice is gonna fail sometimes. You know, this is an example. Listen, they failed him in the first time. What are you talking about? Maybe that's what I mean. Oh, it fails. Okay. It's failed Maybe. in a couple of ways. Let's just go oh, right in. Who first? <laughs> well, what is the question that we're asking? What, let's, yeah, what is the question that we're Ain't asking? Ain't no question. Because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right, listen. All right, I mean, listen. People have a variety of feelings. Clearly, justice was not done for any of his accusers. Um, you know, that's something that I feel like goes without saying, but I'm gonna say it anyway at the right. top. Another thing I can get out of the way at the top is. A blanket, allegedly. You know, we're going to, you know, he's no longer a convicted rapist. Technically, we, we're supposed to uh, allude to his allegations as alleged. Um, so I'm putting that out there right now. Everything we say is alleged. I, I don't want y'all ha- to have to worry about that. This is a blanket, Come allegedly. Come on, Johnny. Come on, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it, you know. When we started this, when me and Panama started this, man, we talked about how we're not necessarily going to lead Black Thought, but we're going to reflect it. So, you know, people are having these conversations everywhere. Like we said before, sometimes you can hear some ashy rhetoric. You know, listen. <laughs> listen, we're going to talk about it the way people are talking about it. I hope no one is triggered. We're going to talk about it the way we would talk about it. So, let's go. Dude, I'll just start this off. I'll start this shit off. What happened, the reason why this is even a topic of conversation is because as soon as my man gets free, he lets all the ashy niggas come out and be like, see, I told you he ain't do it. My man gets off. It's not even a technicality. Perhaps he shouldn't have been prosecuted based on the legal rule that was set in the first place. Facts. Mm-hmm. But that does not make him innocent. That does not mean he ain't do shit. That allegedly can kick rocks. My nigga was on tape talking about, talk about, talk about getting them cuelos. Talk about getting that, getting that Spanish fly. My man was, a, my man was an avid, uh, an avid sed- seducer with, seducer. with, with things. <laughs> so look, let's just let's, let's let's go from there. I the biggest problem that I think everything that happened on social media, the reason why so much of this shit created a split, is because all the niggas were who didn't want him to go, who didn't think he did anything wrong to begin with, 
feel some type of vindication now that he's gotten out. And that vindication is interpreted as he didn't do anything in the first place. Yeah, he that's didn't completely do to inaccurate. Women. Right. Right. But that's how the story is. Yep. We're talking about the big divide online, right? Everybody, there's, a, there's a big divide with people who feel like survivors of sexual assault are over here like, wow, this is just more proof that our voices don't matter. And then the other half is like, he ain't do it. And this proves it. So you know you know that he did do it even though he hasn't been convicted of doing it that's interesting that's that's a that's because he said he did it what what did he say he do specifically i did it i copped it no he didn't so so no he said he gave the women drugs and he said he had sex with them so you put those two things together and they equal he did not think it was wrong that he had sex with these women on drugs. Wait, the, the, key, the key he word he left out, as you leaving out, is he didn't unknowingly give these women drugs. Maybe they asked for drugs. He never said, I unknowingly gave that women drugs. Maybe. He rules, said, that, those he are rules. Yeah. If you come to the room rules. and you that act for something, once you've had drugs, you can out, no longer consent. So, so it doesn't out. matter if, it doesn't we, matter if, if you got the Yes. It doesn't matter if you knowingly or unknowingly did the drugs. That's not the important part. here's the other thing. In oh, the oh, initial oh, conversations, not, in the not, not hold, on, not, hold on, hold on. Now use the rules as rules, hold nigga. <laughs> no, hey, let's get. I want to make sure this is. I want to make sure this is in <laughs> this here. Is stupid rules. Excuse me, rules. In the rules. initial, <laughs> in the initial court doc documents that I that I read, when they asked him if he ever gave anybody drugs unknowingly, right? Or d- did he give it to them? Did they know? His lawyer wouldn't even let him answer the question. The lawyer refused to allow him to answer those questions. So he never did. He never answered those questions. All right. That's I saw right. some uh, document floating around where they asked at some point, did you ever give somebody drugs? And only he was like, no. So I don't know. The first set of documents was his lawyer not letting him answer the question. All right. And then there's a there's another there's another set of documents. I don't know if it was the next day. Where they so before asked you go again. on. Before you go, go on, let's just let's just confirm that we don't have a document where he says he unknowingly gave women drugs. That you, you are you are we willing? The, well, are you so not wait, just a yes? Wait, wait, no, it's a, it's no, a, wait, I heard a okay. Here's something that's already happening. I'm trying to get us back on track right quick. Here's something that's already happening. Go ahead. We're confusing these 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 the court proceedings with what happens with what's legal and illegal and what's fair and not fair or what is against the rules in a court proceeding with what's right and wrong and common sense and what naturally is acceptable evidence outside of the courtroom so i mean we can we have enough to say that it's more than likely what does that what does that, that, that term even mean acceptable evidence outside the courtroom you can't convict nobody you're not a judge so acceptable evidence outside the courtroom is a, is a, is a irrelevant term well it's does not that mean it, you didn't do something it's not irrelevant because like if i saw you do something but i never called the cops on you you still did that shit you know what i'm saying court exactly. is fucking irrelevant he's not in jail so right. those cops that beat up Rodney King <laughs> that we saw a video that were not convicted the first trial. Right. So that's what we, we got to keep separate. What we got to keep King's separate ass. is what's legal and illegal and what's right and wrong. No, that's a different question. So the statement that Jabri made is basically the burden of proof for me is a lot less than a burden of proof for the for the court. And I can convict you uh, on a whole lot less. And that's unfair. Period. No. It, why is it unfair? Your that's conviction don't put nobody in jail. It's just a fact. This is what happened. Like, like, what are you talking about? Like he just said, if I see you slap somebody and you say I didn't do it, that doesn't mean you didn't do it. It just means you're not going to jail for it. Like, whatever. But why can't like, you follow the legal burden of proof? Because that's you not how do you always, people Hold, live. get the we fuck out of here. You always believe in the legal system? You believe the legal system always works? Do you believe the legal system always works, Corey? Do you believe the legal system always works? Zimmerman? Uh, wait, Frank, wait, has, wait, Frank wait, has a wait. comment. Frank has a comment. Let's get no, 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 totally no, no, no. Answer the question. Bro, 
Look, we totally <laughs> ignored Jabri's framing of this whole argument, which is right and wrong. Well, Corey's argument is we don't know what he did wrong to begin with, so we can't say it's right or wrong. That, that's that's Corey's thing, but but well, you're also so, using the fucking court system. Inaccurate statements. You're using the court system as your as your as your proof, and you can't possibly tell me you believe the ju- the, the court system works. So, uh, so does the system, does the way it's applied work all the time? No. In theory, should the laws work if they're practiced uh, fair and evenly uh, amongst the population? So, in who theory, decides what's system. a fair and even practice of the law? Like, you think this, you think this situation is fair for Cosby? It worked the way it's supposed to for Cosby. So, in the end, so he should have never even been here, right? Because he only agreed to give this statement. No, under no, the... no, no, no. This nigga clearly belongs in jail. Wait, no, he no, never no, should have been no, here no, because no, of the no. shit, because of all the people he paid off for all the shit that happened. Like true. it's only it's that's only that's only, only that end of it. Y'all still doing it. Y'all still y'all still talking about two people. different things. I'm about to talk about everything. Hold up. So he yeah. only he, he only agreed to give this. Can statement. I can I let me, Corey? Let me let me say this too. This is what really upset me. We we talked about Cosby. God Lord, I don't know how many weeks ago, and it was upsetting because well, anyway, I won't even get into that because that'll come up later. But when Cosby got out and started talking shit, talking shit that's man. where it was really fucked up. That's where it really What'd got fucked up. Be- Whew, he was like, this is for everybody who's been thrown in jail erroneously, no matter race, class, or creed. Let my people and, go. And I'm out here doing this for the people. Yeah, what? let my people go. That's when it got disgusting and privileged. And all of that stuff, because he was then saying everything was overturned and they're proven that now I'm innocent. And that is not what anything was said in that Supreme Court finding. Yeah, and so all of that twisted logic and that brazenness, that's when it really upset me. Yeah, products of social media, man, and, and the media in general, man. Like at the end of the day, I've been hearing Negroes freeing, uh, screaming free criminals for the longest. <laughs> I mean, every criminal that it got arrested, every celebrity criminal that got arrested, they done had a free him campaign. Did right? any one of y'all niggas say free Cosby? I don't remember anybody over exactly, here saying but, that. But the reason, the reason you didn't say that though, because the media so didn't didn't tell you to do it, right? You was free, Boosie. No, no, nah. Fifty free, women, fifty women I, came out 60. and said this nigga drugged them. Uh, uh, Sixty, you, like you, you over here talking about free Big Meech? What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he he, so dope to have. The black I, all I said was I think right? I'm Big Beach. I never said free Big Beach. I yeah, said yeah, I you, think I'm Big Beach. You different. want a free Big? You want a free Big Beach? But he didn't. He didn't poison half the black people in the country, right? But but now you, but now you can't free Cosby. Yeah, hey, man. Come on. That's now. an irrelevant point it. you're making right now, Corey. Yeah, Corey. Yeah. You, that, so that's like, not a that's not a relevant brother. point. So you know, <laughs> people feel like, and rightfully so, people feel like if you're guilty, then you should be convicted, and you know, that's simple. That's basic. I think people generally believe that. But the way it works in actuality, the way it operates is you're only convicted if the prosecution can prove using legally obtained and admissible evidence that you are guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Come on, take it to church. Then Come you're on. convicted. Yeah, that seems, that seems fair to me. So it seems like in this case, fair. it seems like, you know, without the illegal evidence that he might not have been convicted. He probably wouldn't have been convicted. Now, using the term illegal evidence does not discredit it. I'm not saying that it's not true. In this case, right. it's a re- yeah. It's right. Ahead, it's sorry. it's him speaking. It's him admitting to certain elements of the crime. And when you add so, in those on. elements of the crime, it equals he's guilty. So, if you tell, in this if, case, if it's his own me, words. But what happened was, me, hold on, hold on, let me finish explaining. It. In this case, you know, it, it took away his ability, you know, his right against self-incrimination. So there was a promise given him that what he said would not be used against him in a court of law. You know, right. the Fifth Amendment. 
plead the fifth. So, one, two, three, so four, fifth. And he didn't get the opportunity to one, two, three, four, fifth. And the Supreme Court was like, that's a bad precedent. They took away his fifth. And they decide to overturn the conviction. None of that has to do with whether or not what he did was right. was right or wrong, right? Or he was guilty or not guilty. The Supreme Court didn't didn't even touch on that. They touched on the fact that the that the court proceedings didn't go how they should have. So people agree in and when they when they when they set up plea deals, people can agree to say things that may not even be the truth just because that's part of the plea agreement, right? So if you tell me that, hey, I'm gonna you can say these things and I promise to never uh prosecute you for them, they may say anything. So just so so at the point where you where you make that agreement, you can't you can't uh, then turn around and use that against them. It happens all the time. Nigga. So that's how I know you didn't read none of the depositions, you didn't read shit. This like <laughs> you ain't really shit. Cosby, you you tell you there. saying Cosby, you saying you I were there. You was there. Pop. What I'm saying is, there's nothing. It look he agreed to tell the truth, and he admitted it's like I got quaaludes, I I bought drugs, I got drugs from people with the express intent of using that for sexual purposes. And I never said he didn't say that. Now my part was the unknowingly does part. That right? not, that, that does that not does that not ring like wrong to you? Like he's basically you, like you. So you feel like unknowingly is not an element of the crime, Corey. Wait, wait. This literally goes on every day, all day. Sure. <laughs> you niggas right. out here popping Molly and ecstasy. Yeah, that's true. That don't make it right. But can can I bring up one other thing that I heard that was interesting? Because one other thing that I came out. Okay, so this prosecutor made a deal or said, "Hey, tell us what you did, and you can get civil." So you can go and have civil cases and pay these women lots of money. And that's supposedly why this prosecutor said it. If he was poor and didn't have no damn money, there's no civil cases he's settling. And you don't get to make this deal that yeah. says, all right, that's we're going to let you say some things. So you can go and settle and give away all this money. So it still is a product right. of his privilege, his money, and who he was. He was helping let him make the women by making it all go civil. Actually, the he, he said that. He was like, I thought I was helping Maybe, the women right. by ensuring that they could all, like, uh, file civil suits against him. He didn't use that specific terminology, but that's what he thought. He was like, I thought I was helping. And because it ends he up, knows they, they can't prove these 40-year-old cases in a court of law. Well, he, never thought they, he never thought they were going to be able to get him on a criminal conviction. So he's that's like, we're I'm never going to be able to do this. Therefore, exactly. you know. We should go to criminal, the civil law so y'all can at least get some Which money. is probably true because without his deposition, without his admissions, they don't have a very strong case because it's difficult to prove. You know, There's no forensic evidence for something that happened decades ago. No, very few witnesses. Well, because that's very also the other evidence. issue, right? Is the statute of limitations on rape yeah. and sexual assault? Twelve years, I think, is the is Pennsylvania's statute of limitations. And on murder, yeah, they, it's I think they forever, filed the case right? on is an Andrea Coster like a week before the statute of limitations was going to expire or something like that. Like that's why, like it was like a very last minute thing that they were able. Yeah, to Yeah, it was the only case that they could bring. It was the only one that fell yes. within the statute of limitations. So I heard this other commentator say this. They said, even if 90% of the women were liars, so there's like 60 women, if 90% of the women are liars, six women still say he assaulted and or raped them. Math boy. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. So, Corey, let me ask you something, Corey. Yes. Are you saying that there's no proof that Cosby is guilty, or are you saying that Cosby is innocent? Because those are two different things. So what I would say is because I wasn't there, I would never um, I, I would never claim to say he was innocent because I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. But I could definitely say there's no proof of him being guilty. 
um he hasn't been convicted the one you know testimony he gave he gave under the premise that this would never ever be used against me so yeah to me i don't really have enough and i, I don't like women popping up 40 years ago from 1970 talking about whatever like that don't really hold no weight to me you know i'm not i'm not a, i'm not a fan of that practice in general but none of them women were looking for money or anything in fact they only came forward just to just to speak matter. to the fact that they they were impacted by Cosby in a negative way, right? Like they come forward in 1975. Like come forward then. That's like irrelevant. why you feel comfortable? No, it's not irrelevant. Why you feel come? You feel com- you it's feel totally comfortable irrelevant. coming forward to the news reporter? Go go go! Come forward to the police yeah. to someone who can get. You That's nervous. not fair for a couple of reasons. Happened, and then if happened. these women, yeah, it's and if these women were drugged, sometimes it takes time for that memory to come back. Like if you were drugged, you don't remember what happened, so it comes back in pieces. When it comes back, your first stop should be to somewhere that can get you justice, not to the uh, tabloids or not to write a book about it or not to, you know, whoever is going to publish a story about it. I feel like we they have this conversation. Books. Yeah. Anytime something like this comes up, we always have this conversation where people are like, if something bad happened to you, go to the authorities, go tell the police. And it was like, you didn't do that then. Why are you doing it now? It doesn't right. hold any relevance, whatever. That's ridiculous. If something bad Sounds happened ridiculous. to you, something bad happened to you, whether or not you got justice for it or not, right. it doesn't mean that this shit didn't happen. Like if, if look all kind all kind of people were sexually abused as children and shit like that because the six-year-old didn't go tell an adult means that it never happened to him like that shit impacts you for the rest of your life like things happen to people all the time especially if they were told nothing was wrong with it when they were six years old so then they don't report i'm just saying not reporting does not mean nothing bad happened it means that you didn't report it because for whatever reason like people deal with things differently and we shouldn't make this crime so easy to get away with like, that's why it's such a diabolical ass crime, because not only is it, you know, it takes a while for people to report forensic evidence doesn't last very long. And then there's people who are who are talking like Corey right now who are like, well, why didn't she come out? And that they, they don't even believe her. So even even if As you believe Cosby, her, even if you believed her, this will be very difficult to prove. And you don't even believe her. So. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's such a diabolical crime. That's so that's right now. Right now, it's too fucking easy to get away with. And we got to do something about that. Wait, so I would have believed her more if she woke up the next day and was like, yo, something wrong happened last night. Let me go report this. Okay, hold on, hold on. Andrea Costern, the, the woman that this is on, did. She went to police. That's how we even got to this point. That's how you got him giving a deposition. She did do that. When did right? she go to police? The, oh, she, when it happened in 2005. Like, she went and did that, right? So she went to the police. That's how we Man, ended up with the deposition from Cosby wow. to begin with, right? Like, she actually reported him. So right, we, cool. we got there. The only reason, and he got convicted based on her. This shit got overturned because of the deposition from back then, right? Because she actually broke her NDA or whatever it was that said she, wasn't gonna, she couldn't speak about it. So she broke that shit for the sake of bringing this to justice. Well, she signed the NDA for what reason? Because it was a hut, right? So uh, under the auspices of whatever the case was, they were like, you can't, you know, she got paid off. Like, they, they get, like he settled a civil suit with her or whatever. So you can't speak on this, right? You got you got you got to be quiet about this, right? So, and she broke that shit. That's why they even brought the case with like a week left on the statute of limitations. So she did. This one woman did do exactly what you're saying. She went to the police and and told the police. So she just lying. So it's not like she went to her lawyer first, right? So that's what it sounded like happened first. And then at the last minute, she decided to go to the police. No, she probably went to the police. Then was told to get a lawyer, and the lawyer's like, "Nigga, that's Bill Cosby. (laughs) That's America's dad." Like. You will probably you you will probably have a better chance of settling this out of court than you do of him getting a criminal conviction for this. 
And let's be clear, the guy who made this arrangement, Bill Cosby, was then one of Trump's lead impeachment lawyers. So let's be clear about political ambitions and where his heart was lying. That's all I'm Hey, look, I, I, well, can we, can we pivot this to, to the Felicia Rashad part of this? Because I do want, since we talked, we started out with Howard. Uh, yeah, can we, can that we, hurts. Jabri, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Hostman, can, can we? Transition, man. Yeah, transition <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were definitely going to get there because, you know, we had talked about the whole, you know, black men don't support black women train. You know that that this has happened. You know, but like you know, I got to point out it's not it's not always the men. It's not always the men. You know, like when it first popped off, Jill Scott uh, threw herself in front of the train and and Felicia Rashad repeatedly. You know, back then and then yeah. and then recently. So you know, so Felicia Rashad celebrated on Twitter. It was it was quite uh, tone deaf. It was too close to. Duty. She called it a a it miscarriage of justice that that had been righted. Um, Sounds like. Which, which, you know, which upset a lot of people, which, uh, yeah, put her job at Howard in jeopardy. Wait, black man is illegally prosecuted. How is that not a miscarriage of justice? Why would anyone get upset about that? Because y'all argue in the legal system and people are talking about what he did. Right. A rapist. So wait, 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 wait. Her comment was, is it a, that's something to be upset about, Corey. A miscarriage of justice. If a man was wrongfully prosecuted, that is by definition a miscarriage of justice. How the hell is she wrong? Listen, I believe in what you're saying for the most part. That's why people think lawyers are assholes. Because, I mean, <laughs> legally, it reminds me of the OJ case. They framed a guilty man. And in this case, they railroaded a guilty man. They used okay. illegal evidence to convict this guilty man, Bill Cosby. Based on how the law works, you have to overturn that conviction. You have to set him free. That's how it works. What what are the options, Bray? Can any of the other cases be uh, brought forward? Limitation. Yeah, everything I've heard is this was the only viable case. Unless somebody knew where to come forward with something more recent, wow. then they don't really have anything. Yeah. They they can't You're retry him for this. To go back to the seventies, yeah. bro, like the seventies and shit. Like them, the statute of limitations died on them joints. Yeah, you know, thirty, yeah. forty years ago. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, Corey, but like if you're going to continue to ignore the fact. That well, I just I just like to stick to definition. He probably right? so hurt by, a lot of women, and that he's probably not going to pay for it any further. By definition, this is a miscarriage of justice, and that's what her statement said. So, how do you then turn around and crucify her? For I just told you how. I just told you how. Bro, even while partially yes. agreeing with you, how can you leave out the other part right. about people's feelings and emotions? You're only look right. You're only looking at the the court part of it as opposed to what actually happened in reality to people. She only spoke to the, she only spoke to the court part. Of it. Actually, well, no, she actually spoke to both parts. She said that um, I support women who have been. Um, uh, uh, she said that uh, shit uh, after the fact, after Howard got in that ass and told her to make a no, statement. No, it wasn't. That, that wasn't that long. That, oh, it was, it was, oh it was nigga, surely, you think, it, you think that Howard didn't get on the quick. phone with her? She got ate up quick. She got All right, so whatever the case Wait, was, she, she got she, murdered she, immediately. So, so she addressed two parts. She said, "I support women who've been abused, who sexually, who've been sexually abused, and this is a miscarriage of justice." That's so both of those statement. sound like two accurate statements. What are you mad about? That's the second statement, Corey. I mean, Find so, the first statement where she had exclamation points of like, "Yes, finally, Jesus <laughs> is moved." Oh no! And for the what? record, she finally deleted that tweet. But for the record, she finally deleted her tweet about Cosby because I'm looking at her her shit right now, and it's not on there anymore. So it took her days though. It took she her left a long it up time. There. She was pretty damn stubborn about it. Right. She didn't want to. She wanted to leave it up there. So even her statement, I fully support survivors of sexual assault coming forward. My post was in no way intended that to be insensitive to their truth. Later. Personally, I know from friends and family that such abuse has such abuse has lifelong residual effects. My heartfelt wishes for healing. Yeah, yeah, hypocritical. Like I don't even believe she wrote that shit. Tweet. The woman who just wrote "vindicated" or whatever right before that didn't write that. 
Y'all a hypocritical like a motherfucker. What about thank you, Jesus? Lord have mercy. We yeah. free they, again. They, somebody sent her this. And she was like, I'm not saying I'm sorry. I'm not saying I'm sorry. You're going to take I'm sorry out of that. I'll say the rest of this, but I'm not saying I'm sorry. I got some grace for her because that's her personal friend. Like, I don't really feel like she has to lead the charge against him because that's her she personal friend. She shouldn't lead friend. the celebration either, though. Like, she, 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 but she decided to lead the celebration, too. So once you decide you're going to lead the celebration one way, then you're going to get dragged the other way if it's, if it's tone deaf, as you said. And, and here's the other problem. Look, she is a person. The reason, the reason part of this became such a big deal is because as, as of now, and I, th- I think she's going to keep her job, she's the dean of arts and sciences at, at Howard University. She's literally responsible for the safety and security of a bunch of students, many of whom are probably sexual assault survivors. So what do you say to them? Like, what, like, what do you say to those people who, who those, those women or those men, whoever they are, that, 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 that do not feel like they have somebody they can come speak to about that or whatever it is. Like you basically saying, I don't support, I don't support this type of shit. That's how that comes across. Even if that's her true feelings or not, that's how it comes across. Right. And, and not, and not just students, Panama. And the professors at Howard that she is also going to be responsible for who may be subject to sexual harassment. How does that look? It's more than the students. It's the way you say it, how you say it, and the the glee, especially because she's somebody who didn't believe this shit to begin with. She's somebody who felt she actually said the words, forget those women. Yeah. They coming for his legacy. Like she said that to begin with. Woo! So Felicia Rashad is already <laughs> they shouldn't have hired her ass knowing that if we're going to go down this road. Right. Like they hired a woman who was made very clear that she couldn't give a fuck. About what about what what happened outside of Cosby's legacy? Yeah. So her statement was very much in line with how she feels. But you know what? We kind of forgot about that shit. She all she had to do was not say nothing. You want to celebrate? Call the nigga personally. Pop champagne at home by yourself. <laughs> call your homies. Have a group chat with y'all. Where y'all you know high fiving. You don't have to make a public statement. And it came out so quick. I think we were still trying to watch the news. He ain't even get out of jail yet before she showed that picture and all these exclamation points and thank you, Jesus. I was like, whoa. So if y'all if something happened to y'all, I gotta keep my, my support for y'all private. Cool. I'm just all right. If the reason I got put in jail is because I'm out here raping women and I get out because the legal system fucked up, then yeah, you probably should hold that to yourself, bro. You can just text me straight up. Be like, congrats, nigga. You out. No, I just feel like this reminds me of an earlier comment that somebody made. It might have been you, Bree, but like two things can be true at the same time, right? Like, yes, he did it. He deserves to be in jail, yeah. but the proceedings didn't go well to put him in jail. Therefore, he shouldn't have went in the first place. Both things are true at the same damn time. <laughs> like, what do? And I don't think it's much more complicated than that. Yeah, I agree. Corey's supposed to text her. I'm just saying, if I get out of jail for some fuck shit that I probably did, just keep it yourself. Just tell me personally. That's the last time I support you, bro. I'm done with you. (laughs) I can't. No, I said don't do it publicly. Why put yourself in when you are a public figure who's literally like you put you put fucking Howard in in a bullseye position at that point. Like you literally put your new employer. A job you're probably very excited to have. It's a very prestigious job that you're about to take. Like, you basically put them in a position where they probably got to have fucking conversations about firing you. I don't think they're going to, and I don't think she's going to resign. But, like, imagine a peer. Like, she does. She didn't get to just speak for herself in that moment. If she does eventually get fired, which I still think she will be fired. How do you feel about that, Panama? I feel two ways about that. One, I do think it's unfair to fire somebody because of their opinion. In general. Full stop. There we go. But number two... 
Your opinions do fucking matter when you are a front-facing employee of an institution whose job is to serve students, right? Like you literally, your job is to do is is to work with kids and people and stuff like that. And if your opinions don't seem to align with the potential for several people in your student body, then perhaps that's not where you should be. Yeah. Right. So your opinions are yours, but when you have a job that doesn't allow you to just be an individual then your opinion can impact other people and you have to be cognizant of that and the institution has to be cognizant of that. That's why I think she's going down because the students going to protest her in the fall. So when they get back to school, they're protesting her and they're going to have to fire her. You could have an opinion if you're not important. Cool. All right, got you. All right. That makes sense. What if she texted Cosby that and we just didn't see her phone? What if it was an accidental tweet? She tried, she tried DM <laughs> she like, him and it didn't work. You out. Hey, hey, hey. I, I, I seen a tweet somebody say if they, don't, if they really don't like Cosby, get that money back he donated. What's up? How we feel about that? I don't even know what money everybody's talking Many about. Many people like, have what given money it did... back. The money is spent. The money is spent. The money's gone. No, I want to hear it. If you don't like him, get my money the back. The money's gone. The building he built this building he built in 1997. He built that in 1997, bro. That's 24 years ago. That building is there. The money is spent. The building needs repairs. You don't like my kind. Give me my money back. People have given Cosby some of his money back when he first got uh, convicted. Okay, all right, cool. Y'all want to keep the money? I got you, cool. Just checking. Just checking y'all morality meter. I, all I'm gonna say this is what I, I want to add this too. When we first started, when we started a couple weeks ago, we talked about this, and I was like, "Oh, I can, I can now watch the Cosby Show again." Now that he's out and he started talking that cash money shit, I was like, "Uh, disgusted. Can't look, can't see it." Um, let's see what else we got to get to about this. Um, is he gonna work again? Will we see Bill Cosby on TV? Hell nah. How about a comedy tour? Is he gonna have sold out shows? He could have a show. It might, it might, he might, he might get draw an audience. I think so. I actually do think he could do that. I, I, I hate to say it. I do think that. So, two things. Number one, I do. I just want to be clear. I don't think Felicia Rashad is going to lose her job. I'll be surprised. We, we're going to have to revisit this if it either happens or whatever. Like you know, we'll see how everybody feels about that. I do think, I do think Cosby could probably go on a speaking tour, and there's going to be lots of people who are going to support him because a lot of people feel like he got railroaded. And the railroading supersedes what he may or may not have done because they don't believe it because they don't have the proof. They feel the same way Corey does. These women should have said something a long time ago. Like, they out here waiting. What you waiting yeah. for? You waiting? And it ain't just men who feel that way, right? There's women who feel that way, right? It's a, there's probably more than enough people. He ain't filling out stadiums. I mean, he can't, he can't do a stadium tour. But he can go do he can, he do He can do some, uh, some you know, small comedy club tours if he wants to. He'll, he'll probably sell out every last one of them. He can do a Trump rally. He can do a Trump rally. Yeah. Small venues where they can do tight security. You know, they can't do no arena where they're going to have all kind of nobody lines of sight. Nobody going to shoot Bill, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody did. Nobody did. I mean, I don't think anybody would do that. I do think you might get somebody who would take the opportunity to go in there and yell at him. Heckle, yeah. Oh, he will be heckled. He was getting heckled before. <laughs> True, but when he was when he started getting into his respectability politics stuff, right? Like people... Stop wanting to hear that shit. At this point, you probably weeded out all the, all the, all the non-supporters of him, though, right? Like, you would assume that the vast majority of anybody who would actually spend their money to see him at this point are people that believe he was railroaded to begin with, right? But you're going to get some crazy person in every in every space that's going to want to be in there to 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 yell at him, like hard body. You know what I mean? Like, cause 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 imagine he gonna get up on stage. What are he gonna start talking about? This shit. These women try to take like he's not. It's not comedy. This nigga's talking like he's not. He's 
you ain't going to see a comedy show. You're going to hear Bill Cosby tell you to fuck everybody. <laughs> right. I, I want to go hear him talk because uh, apparently Bill Cosby got the most game ever. He could get a woman back to the room like that, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, nah, those no, are no, drugs. No, they was in the room before they got the drug. I mean, he's one of the most famous people on the planet. Hey, that boy got game. Like, he is a shark. That's not game. It's you rich and got money and everybody knows it. Damn, that ain't game. Come on, man. That's Bill Cosby's defense, though. Bill Cosby's defense is his money and his fame. And money and his fame led to his success with women. Like, that's Bill Cosby's whole defense. Don't even need to do this. But where did the drugs come in then? It was the it was what people were doing. He said the drugs were for fun. Yeah, yeah for fun. Niggas, dude, people are doing first off, y'all are crazy now. You know people are doing that now. Shakira dude, can't do drugs. All, for fun. all I hear about is people man, popping Molly and Percocet and and women taking First off, X-Pills. you need to listen to rap music. Right, cool. You just quote cool. lyrics. <laughs> Molly just quote lyrics at this point. Mask off. Just quote lyrics at this point. Stop it. I just listen to Future a lot. Um, but nah, but anyway, but no, in real life, you know, people are taking drugs and, and then do whatever they do after that. But there the are also like, people getting drugged, right? There are, that's, so that's where the unknowingly part comes so, 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 right. so that's where the unknowingly part comes in for me. So I, I don't like the unknowingly part. I, I think that's whack. Like when, you know, when Rick Ross had his thing about Molly all in her champagne and she didn't even know it, like, that's different. You know what I'm saying? Now, if she didn't know it, that's not right. Now, if she just asked for somebody in her champagne. It's not just it's not right. That's a crime. It's not yeah. just it's not just not right. Like that's that's criminal and, and immoral. Like you just a, you're a bad human being. Right. Yeah. If you're out here doing shit like that. Like that's, you know. We've learned the rule rules, Corey. <laughs> rules are rules. The more you cannot the is, rules are have rules. sex with a woman Boy, that is intoxicated or cannot consent. In, in the That's certain the segments rule. that y'all like, in the other segments y'all not rules are rules. So I don't know. We agree with you with Chicago. No, I mean, Chicago, I think when it comes, rules look, yeah. when it comes to Cosby, look, we all understand how he got off. It just sucks. And it, su- it doesn't just suck for the legal system. It sucks for all the survivors and all the people who actively feel unheard when something bad happens to them. And this is more ammunition not to speak on it, right? Like, it's nobody's going to care. But that's a good point. That's sad. When do you advocate for the criminals and when you don't advocate for the criminals? I just don't know. I, I'm confused. But we'll talk about it another time. I don't know when y'all niggas advocate for the criminals. I don't know. I, I, I didn't hear much criminal advocation, though. I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Just did, just not. I don't know. I'm going to take the last word. Because um, there's a couple things I want to make sure that I underline. Because a lot of people, you know, are still debating this innocence guilt right wrong thing just to be clear here's all that the that the principal uh the, i said pennsylvania pennsylvania supreme court said that there are two things there are two reasons why they had to overturn cosby's conviction one that they allowed the women uh other women who had accused him to testify against him uh it's called a, a prior bad act witnesses that were allowed to come and say that he did something similar to them and uh, in a lot of states that's illegal because it's it's prejudicial because, you know, the jury's going to listen and believe that, hey, if you did it to her, then you probably did it to her, too. And that's a lot of places that's considered not fair evidence. The judge decided to allow that here and it got overturned on appeal. The other thing is that his deposition that we've referred to several times where he admits to giving drugs was supposed to be sealed and never used to prosecute him. And, you know, the Supreme Court said if the D.A. is allowed to break promises like that, it's going to be a bad precedent. And I happen to agree with that because who they're going to be making promises to? Black and brown people. And who they're going to break those promises against? Black and brown people. 
So it's a bad precedent to allow the DA's office to break their promises on what they're going to use and not going to use. So, you know, that's all that was said. Nobody said anything about his guilt or his innocence. They overturned his conviction because his conviction didn't go right. And that's it. Two things can be true at once. That he can be a rapist who deserves to be in jail. And also can be true that they didn't prove the case properly. So he does not deserve to be in jail. Both things are true. And I think we're going to leave it right there. We went kind of long today. So I don't think we're going to do a black accommodation. I have a black accommodation. Oh, you have a black accommodation? Well, let's do it anyway. Come on, Panama. I got one. I got Since one I only show up every so often, I feel like when I'm here, I, I owe a black accommodation. <laughs> but this will be quick. I'll make sure it's quick because we have, we have gone long here. The Summer of Soul documentary on Hulu. Questlove put together Ooh. this documentary about a, a Harlem Cultural Festival that happened, I think, in 1969. It is an amazing documentary. If only to just see how much fucking fun Stevie Wonder has up there playing drums and performing. Like it's a it's a it's a documentary about this festival that happened one time that seemed to be forgotten the history. Um, there's all this footage that existed that nobody apparently wanted, and Questlove got a hold of it somehow and turned it into a documentary worth watching. It's on Hulu, Summer of Soul. And the full title is Summer of Soul or When the Te- When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised. Uh, very black. Very awesome. Very much worth your time to watch. You're going to see artists you probably aren't even familiar with. It's dope. Yeah, I, I heard about that. I plan on seeing it. Uh, it was a Sundance. I think it won. Yes, one Sundance because it it's worth it. Yeah, 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 it's it's awesome. Cool, cool. I will check that out. What's it called again? Summer of Soul, or when the revolution could not be televised. All right, Corey, you said you had one too. What's up? Yeah, man, go watch them, rewatch them old episodes of the Cosby Show, man. Free bill, we out. Oh, Why did God I do that? <laughs> right into it. I don't know, man. I don't. Know. Uh, go watch trail. Go watch the episodes, man. <laughs> Well, all right. Um, we talked about it. We did a thing. We did a thing. We talked about it. Hope we did it justice. Uh, this is probably not the end of it. We're not going to let Bill Cosby dominate our thoughts. But I mean, if, if something comes up, you know, we'll talk about it again. Um, it's really, you know, too bad that his accusers didn't get peace. And mm-hmm. it really sucks for them that he's out walking around. But um, I don't want to say it is what it is. But it is. So... I'm Jabri for Panama, Frank, Corey, and Manu. Thanks for listening, and have a blast. This podcast.